I'm trying to think if there's anything I have to say and I can't. I just I you knew know. I was gonna say things before, but I don't remember what they were. Okay. Well Would you like to play a game? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> can can that be an answer if he approaches you like that? I would say no. No means no, pal. Right. I don't want to play a game. I mean, he should just he should. Does be he so say would about you like it. to play a game, or he says I want to play a game? I want to play a game. I want to play a game. I want to play. Is it always that? I believe so. I want to play a game. Um, We're doing role play. What what game? <laughs> How do you mean? Role play. <laughs> Does he say, do you want to play a game too? There's, there's been so many of them that there ha- it has to be. No, Jigsaw does not say that. He never says that? It's it's interesting. It's a miss. The Mandela effect. Yeah, it's it's a misquote. Um, I, I, like, I like movie misquotes. What's a good one? We're going to need a bigger boat. What was that from? Jaws. Oh, what what they really say? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Oh, okay. So, what game do you want to play? I mean, I, I want to play. A game. You're the one who wants to play it. <laughs> uh, hmm. Hmm. You don't even want to play a game. I want to, you, but I, you I don't know want. what I want exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish to want. Okay, wait. I have I have a few things. I mean, you don't even know what get, you're making things up. Maybe maybe it'll come to you as we go. Okay. Can I show you? It's a spoiler. Of what? The new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I don't care. Great. This is this scene, the final scene, the final frames. It's really one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen. Okay. I think uh, the movie is it, not very good. Is it out yet? It comes out. Well, yes. By the time this is published, yes. So just for a little bit of background, one of the things in this movie is that Elsie Fisher of eighth grade plays. A school shooting survivor. Okay. I like that that trope. Whose character arc is understanding that guns can be good. Like literally that is the lesson she learns. She ends okay. up wielding a shotgun. I mean, it seems like it makes sense. Like I think I would believe I, I, in I, guns if I was in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre situation. She's initially, if you were in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre situation, but the overall narrative of like a school shooter needing to come to terms with guns is like... I, I guess it's straight out of Texas, really. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's how they are th- down there. So, um, also, Elsie Fisher, while I don't believe she has come out as non-binary per se, okay, she did tweet in 2020 a picture of her profile, um, her Twitter profile. It's a screenshot of the profile on her Twitter in a tweet. Not to be that person, but everyone calling me the girl from critically acclaimed hit indie movie eighth grade dot 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 pls so what yeah so like oh is girl bolder or something or all caps in in it's in stars i guess i'd you'd say and oh, uh, to me that just sounds like she wants to be known for something else um the screenshot is because a the girl picture from grade. Uh, the screenshot is a picture of her profile and any pronouns is circled Okay. So you can call her she, but it seems like she's gesturing toward non-binariness. But 
if someone calls her the girl from eighth grade, it's like she played the character, the girl. So it's like, oh, the girl from eighth grade. It's, or no, this be is like, a pronouns thing. It's, it's, she's talking about her gender identity. It's like, that's clearly the, the text of the tweet. Says any pronouns. Yes, any pronouns, which is to say there's beyond she and her she identifies with. Okay. So anyway, it's like a non-statement statement is all I'm saying. It's pretty confusing to me. It's not really saying. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm high. Yes. <laughs> but also 42. Right. You know? Sure. So she survives the movie along with her sister. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry, but you could see that coming. And now I'm about to spoil it even more. Here's the final scene of the movie. They've okay. not very convincingly defeated Leatherface. Okay. How does he come back? Uh, unclear, but he's living in an orphanage. So the premise of the movie is three, four, teen, 20 something. Is like a, re- a reboot or? Yes, because the original final girl, Sally, is in this in a very similar turn as um laurie strode in the halloween movies i've been waiting for you okay firstly these kids i've been waiting for you oh yeah like plotting revenge right built do you see halloween 2018 i've been waiting for you yeah (laughs) you think it's a rom-com but it's all like a stalker movie (laughs) (laughs) that would be good at least a fake trailer write it down in our well, list record it yeah. what's our I list i don't even oh, our I, list thought of you projects? Had a list. I mean i write it down in our in our file but it becomes very once it's there it's written down but we should just publish the notes well, instead of doing any of the work on them yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> these four kids from austin roll into town backwoods texas and they apparently one or some of them have purchased part of this place's downtown which they're going to refurbish and bring in investors and they're going to get this place going again as like, you know, a, a haven of like, you know, like an upstate kind of thing. Okay. Yes. And then they get there and there's an orphanage within a Confederate flag hanging on it. So they go in because they're like, we own this place. And they go in and there's this weird lady who's kind of racist, mm-hmm. even though she's not hateful. She says things to the black guy like we have people that are your kind, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know she's racist old lady oh and the flag is just for my uh, to to pay tribute to my great-grandfather leatherface is living with her okay they kick her out forcibly because they're like we own this get out (laughs) immediately (laughs) immediately they walk into this woman's orphanage home and say like you need to get out lady and why don't they just keep that because that's like that's quaint an orphanage home that's like annie it's like annie but leatherface um and and in the process she like she becomes very sick um on the way to the what i just took down an idea oh good an annie reboot but that it's horror it's like a girl's prison (laughs) movie you know like a teen prison movie teen prison movie like a juvenile hall thing yeah but there's it's also music and but how is annie gonna get out is she literally gonna be adopted again in juvie hall adopted from juvie hall yeah Where is she 16 no like she's in the system they're all in some kind of home together okay you know? but they i have, thought it was prison like well they have rules like that and they're not loved and they have to clean everything there there's a miss hannigan figure who do you think would play her i don't know <laughs> <laughs> anyway texas chainsaw massacre this woman dies 
Leatherface apparently becomes very upset about that and like has now as a motive to kill these kids because they kicked her out and she died in the process. But then once she is dead, he does cut off her face and put it on him. I guess in tribute, it's not really clear. Hmm. There's a lot of like moral uncertainty because why old- is he the son of Leatherface? He's definitely supposed to be Leatherface, but there's oh. no family. And also Leatherface so comes from a patriarchy. Yeah, he stayed alive this whole time. He's he's a fighter. Why is he still in the orphanage? Well, I don't know. He aged that, out of the well, system. Well, I don't think that he was in the system. I think they had a, an arrangement. I don't really Actually. know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely like pushing 70. He's way too old to be in an orphan. I think he was always too old to be in an orphanage. <laughs> I think when we met him in 74, like he was 20. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so then he has that and, uh, you know, Havoc occurs. It's it's a very dumb movie, but kind of fun. And there's some pretty good scenes, but then then there's this one. Okay. They're in a Tesla? Yeah, they're in some kind of self-driving car. I don't think it's identified as a Tesla. I don't think it's got, like, got the model. It doesn't have a T. But it's, yes, for our purposes, it's a Tesla. Hey, you know what? I changed my mind, actually. I'll move here with you. Oh my god. Okay, he just Wait. Okay. Wait. Matter. She's in a self-driving car looking at driving away. Slowly. It's just like no, no. I mean, honestly, if I had gotten away with him and I gotten in the car and then that girl got taken out, it's like, okay, I'm in the car. Like, I made, I made it to the car. Don't you want me to have a life? I mean, he obviously, he has you. Well, he she's not her. doing anything. <laughs> she's letting him drive away. She's upset about it, but she agrees. I wouldn't I make a whole scene about it. I would just get in the car and sit there it. quietly. <laughs> probably cry. Count your blessings silently, but like not like showy. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I have no idea what I would do if I saw something. Like that. <laughs> okay, so what happens is she's in the car. There, it's all like it's calm. It's very Friday the Thirteenth. Like, like Elm they Street. Made it. Like it's they actually, made it. It's very Nightmare on Elm Street at yes. the end when they get in the car and it's like wow, huh? huh. They made it sunshine. At, yeah, and and they they program the Tesla and then the car is driving so so they should have peeled out of there without it being self-driven why would you rely on that in this case i don't know so yeah they're like super relaxed like joking about like oh let's move here after that after everybody got killed by a chainsaw you know the day after they're like whatever (laughs) (laughs) who cares about them they sucked anyway they did he smashes the window rips her out are they girlfriends what are they no um sisters i'm glad one of them got away it seemed like a lack of a draw in terms of which side they were on. They both kind of held their own, I would say. The school shooter overcame her whatever feelings she had about guns and learned to love them. Mm. And she's a survivor. The sister, the the sister has a really good scene where she's in the house and Leatherface is there and she has to like creep out. It's really, really tense and oh, well cool. staged. And then right after that is a scene where he goes on this bus of like investors, of douchebag investors, and kills them. It's like a, a purple lit. He steps on the bus. It's like this purple lit bus. And he systematically kills them all with chainsaws and with a chainsaw that he's holding. And um, it's like euphoria. Bad trip, you know? 
those scenes are good they make it worth it the rest of it is dumb sally has like no plot at all she just wa wants to get him what does it say about her that she spent 50 years looking for this guy these assholes walk into town and come upon him immediately because <laughs> she became a ranger and stuff. She's like, I've waited 50 years for this. And it's like, why? Yeah. You don't look very hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, he couldn't be in the orphanage. Like, what? It's so stupid, but also kind of fun. I wouldn't guess orphanage, though, for him. I would I would leave no stone unturned if I cared that much. She's she's ready to go. Anyway, this is not a recommendation of the tech of Texas Chainsaw Massacre per se, but it has its moments. That's my review. Okay, maybe I'll watch it. Ooh, you know what I wanted to ask you about? Jamila Jamil compared Kanye West to Britney Spears right now. Of mm -hmm. like when he was like he's losing it in public mm -hmm. and people are like making mad fun at, of yeah, him. Yeah, making fun of him and mm -hmm. stuff. And listen, sometimes or actually every time a broken clock is right twice a day. So I I actually kind of believe, I kind of agree with that. I think the difference is that Kanye West is openly hostile in a way that Britney Spears was okay. not. All right, that's a good point. So that's how I see it different. And that's yeah. why it feels for maybe a wider segment of the public that it's fair game because he's being such a dickhead with his yeah. power. I mean... <sighs> I do, you something. know, I was thinking about it though, and like while I I disagree with your I, I I think you give him too much credit, but at the same time, I really appreciate that impulse that you have to give him the benefit of the doubt and to have compassion and to understand or attempt to understand the human behind the behavior and like yeah. what would motivate him to do that. That's something about you that's like consistent, I think. And it's okay. a really good Thank quality, you. you know. Thanks. So Apollonia of Apollonia Prince. 6. Yes, Apollonia of Prince started a podcast. Apollonia of Prince is like, <laughs> sounds like a, I don't know, like a salad dressing or <laughs> <laughs> or like a scent, you know. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and uh, so she has... At, at the time of this recording two episodes and one of them i didn't the first one is just her talking and you ever see her talk apollonia yeah i did but i don't like remember it i feel like she was on like a behind the music or yes. something she i would you know i would call her or I, a true hollywood story maybe? she seems like a very nice person and i do love a voluptuous aging sex symbol oh my god then i am the girl for you <laughs> Exactly. I mean, not far off. It's <laughs> um, she looks good. She does. How old is she? I. It's probably like. Gotta be well in her sixty. Yeah. yeah, sixty-five or something. I don't know. We can look it up. Here's the intro, just to give you a sense of. Hi, I'm Apollonia. You may remember me from Purple Rain as leading lady to Prince, or from my band Apollonia. <laughs> I've started films, TV shows, and I've been on the cover of magazines all over the world, including Playboy. I was also an LA Rams cheerleader. I'm going to take you with me. Welcome to my podcast. That's her intro. For what? Is this a reality show? It's her podcast. She she like she oh, she puts I it like up. I like the graphics. She totally. Put, she put money into that. <laughs> she did. She did. <laughs> Um, but you know, she kind of says spacey things. She's talking to Jill Jones. Who's that? Uh, she's, she's in Purple Rain. She's another, I mean, really the more and more they talk about it and I wish they were just like more straightforward about it because they were with Prince 
Like they at the same him? time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so they do talk about, I, I wish they would talk more about the culture of that harem lifestyle, really. But they do talk a little bit about. And another girl that Prince was seeing named Katie was giving mm-hmm. us the dance class. I think that Lord. that was the <laughs> nail. The was she a uh, Asian girl? Asian, and she was with the yeah masking tape on the nipples. Yes. Oh no! Totally straight face. That's how she identifies, Katie. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> I mean, so it's like it's a lot Why'd of she that. Put that on her nipples. Who knows? Are they always hard? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a lot of young fans have come to me and said, "Oh God, I remember when that would come on in my mom's car." <laughs> and you know, I said, "Oh, I know the feeling because I used to have that feeling when Minnie Ripperton's loving you, yeah. where she would do the high note oh, and yes. my, like my, I was in the car with my stepfather or right. somebody. I was always like." Ooh, making love with you. I, and I changed the channel, you know? So I felt for them like, yeah, I know how you feel. Or Donna Summer's love to love you, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You didn't want your parents <laughs> hearing you or even look like you even knew what was going on when the song was in the car. You're like, like let it go over my head. Let it go. So what about, go. remember Carly Simon when she was singing? I started singing that at home. I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Daddy. Daddy, I'm no virgin. <laughs> my parents would look at me, right? It was a song. I go, Daddy, it's a song, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, like, totally. Yeah. Like, what do you know about But I was that? defined yeah. about it. I was like, it's on the radio, so I could sing it. <laughs> She's the best. Radio's like, you sing it. a good argument. <laughs> All these years later. Like, do you see your father's point, Apollonia? <laughs> Incredible. Wait, that guy's outfit. Yeah, he's like a major fan, and he I can't remember exactly. He's like a major, I think he's like big, big in the fan community and probably helped galvanize this. But yes, I wish that they actually talked. They, they hint around the harem thing. I wish there were a little bit more talk about that. You can, there's so many of them that are still around. You can only imagine who's going to come on the show, you know, like all yeah. of them. And she's what they're doing this whole time. Yeah. Just sitting and talking. There's two hours online. When I, after recording, I went home and I just happened upon it. I happened to see that she did it. And I was like, this is what I'm watching tonight. There was no kind of like, you know, sometimes when I go home and I'm, stoned i'm like what am i gonna watch and it's like a whole like hour-long process yes i, do that. I was just I like do I'm, that sometimes i'm watching this and then i was like oh great i love it i have a possible dick take do you have anything else i have a dick take oh you have a dick take yeah great someone in scotland it says flashed her penis and used sex toys leaving onlookers shocked where is it the streets of london penis on the streets also- of london <laughs> Did you, uh, this is kind of, Bill Maher commented on this. On what? The thing that I had for my dick take. It's really old. Okay, this is a Newsweek story. I saw it in another source, but this is, but I was like, let me find a better source. And here's Newsweek. Transracial influencer Ollie London has revealed that he's looking into getting a penis reduction surgery. Oh my God, is it that big? As his laundry list of cosmetic procedures continues to grow. 
I would even have a penis reduction, so I'm male, like the Korean average. They're using male pronouns. Uh, I don't know what did what did they say their pronouns were. This all says he. he okay, they're. He. I mean, they're definitely trans transnational, right? Well, and Ollie London said my pronouns are something in Jimin. Yes, we, yeah, yes. So I don't even know. I mean, they're not using the Jimin pronoun. Because <laughs> what do you do with that? No one's signing on for that one. The quote is, I don't want people to get offended by this, but in Korea, the average penis is like 3.5 inches, and I get trolled all the time. People say, oh, you can't be Korean. You're not 100% Korean, and I just want to be 100% Korean. I would even have a penis reduction, so I'm like the Korean average. That's how far I'm willing to go. I can have it done in Thailand. It will cost between $6,000 and $8,000. Thailand's cheaper. And to be honest, they do specialize in those kind of things in Thailand because they have a lot of sex changes and stuff. It's very rare because most people will get a penis enlargement. I know it does sound weird. I just want to be 100% Korean. My entire face will be Korean. I've done my chest. Like, what can I do next? I don't know. Okay, so that's like at once a humble brag and an insult. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, it, it, it's like, Why I need to... Why does anyone need to know anyway? I need to take on this stereotype. Well, you know what? Maybe it's like you can't really be part of that thing unless like you have experienced some of the hardships of it. Well, I don't even know for sure that that's true about the average Korean penis size. It's just like a oh, stereotype. Like, can you Google it? Well, you can, but it's all like self-reporting, you know? Oh, people, you know what? Someone should give money for that to be like an actual study. Sure. Um, around the globe. Yes, but it's it's like a ridiculous stereotype nonetheless because we don't have the actual conclusive data on it. And I've seen big Korean dicks before, so there there are definitely big Korean dicks, just like there's big any kind of dicks. And... Uh, it's just like you can have your dick. I mean, I don't even. You, I don't even know what I have. I have no guidance actually for Ollie London. He's on his own. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, whatever. Jimin on Jimin's own. <laughs> Jimin on his own. Uh, transracial influencer. This is now. Um, after that, Ollie London slams Bill Maher for belittling him over penis reduction plan. I mean, I don't know. He. I thought he wanted to be belittled. Transracial influencer Ollie London has accused Bill Maher of belittling him over his plan to undergo penis reduction sur surgery. London, who was born white and British, revealed to Newsweek in January that he has looked into the surgery as part of his quest to make himself 100% Korean. He also identifies as non-binary, using pronouns they, them, as well as he, him. Maher asked his audience, am I supposed to celebrate him for living his truth or hate him for cultural appropriation? Of course, he said that. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of that's take I'd expect. I don't know the exact definition of an identity crisis, but pretty close has got to be when you're lying on an operating table with your dick out saying, just take a little off the top. I, Ali London says he is hit back now saying his identity should have not been seen as a joke or something to be mocked. I did not choose to be born in the wrong country. Born in the wrong country? <laughs> well, it's also technically true. Or wrong body. And I did not choose to struggle with my identity or be mocked for what Mar calls an identity crisis of think maybe in this case this person's having an identity crisis it's not not a crisis exactly <laughs> i wanted to tell you a story about my finger but i'm gonna tell it to you on the bonus oh okay a finger story mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
That sounds scintillating. Can can you um tell them all the stuff? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we're wrapping up. Wait, wait. How much time? Forty-seven. Oh it's my fine. god! Oh, I thought we were doing this for well over an hour. No. Well, okay, let's keep going. Okay, we can be done though. I don't want to tell the finger story on Maine. Okay. It's just the line and where I'm drawing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, now I'm intrigued. I'd pay to hear what you're talking about. <laughs> Could be good. <laughs> Do you have anything else? Maybe we should tell people that. No. No. Okay. I want it to be a surprise. Okay. I I mean, I don't know. Do you think that's enough? Whatever. We, we have I think food we here. need more. I think we need a little bit more. This, okay. is, a, this is a main episode. I know. Um, well, then maybe let's be done because you know what? I am not fake. That's a thirty. That's a tight thirty. Okay, tight thirty. Tight I hope 30. this thirty was tight. Let let every number be tight. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. Thank you. And oh no 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 no! We have to say all, all the stuff. Your all right. Christmas. Is white Christmas. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. I think we've seen that Christmas. a lot. We've had we, that. I as think a... about like Christmas a lot, and may all your Christmases be white is like a good sign off. You know, <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> Except no, it does. May all fe- your Christmases be tight. Well, you just said that, but but I'm saying in the song that's why I come back to it a lot. I think of it as like a good way to punctuate things. Except it also kind of sounds Racist. like I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess riff on it. You know, make it yours. Yeah. Make it. Oh, may all your Christmases be tight. There is a Christmas con that's happening in March. Oh, yeah. LA, Where is that? I would love LA. to go. Maybe like maybe San Diego. What is it like? Is it what is it like? Is I'm going like, to go to the one next year. Is it year. products? Huh? Is it products? I don't know, but there's people that go and they sign stuff. Okay. So like not, Christmas celebrities like who? Yeah, and there's different elves and things. Is it? Are, I mean, is it like somebody signing Santa Claus's name to something or are there a Christmas celebrities? No, they had there was Jack Abe was the, at the one in New Jersey this past year. What's she got to do with Christmas? Maybe she's really into it. I would I mean, absolutely I've, go to a Christmas con that has Jack A. I would go to, well, I, theoretically, Jack A would always be a draw to me, of course. I just don't understand the Christmas connection. Well, let's see. Let me see if. Is she like on a Hallmark movie or something like that? Okay, she's in a movie. Oh, she's in a lot of Christmas movies, apparently. Does Chris, she do a lot of Hallmark stuff? Yeah, there's Christmas Cupid, uh, Christmas on My Mind, Christmas for Mary. Oh my God, Broadcasting Christmas? A very Salem Christmas? That's like five Christmas movies she's been in. We should watch them. She's the real, wrapped up in Christmas? Holy shit. All right, we should watch all of these. Jack, I, I'm sure we'll watch one and that will be enough. Oh, she's done A Christmas Carol on stage, apparently. Wow, she, she loves Christmas. Apparently. Seems like she's the queen of Christmas. The real queen of Christmas. Okay, wait, here's her. Okay, Christmas Cupid, I said. Broadcasting Christmas, Husband for Christmas, Wrapped Up in Christmas, My Christmas Inn, Carol's Christmas. That sounds like a Christmas Carol. A Family Reunion Christmas, Christmas on My Mind, A Christmas for Mary, Days of Our Lives, A Very Salem Christmas. Wait, Carol's Christmas. Is that with Susan Lucci? Uh, what, no, what was that called? She was in a retail, it was Ebby. Ebby? She has her name Ebby. in it is Ebby. She's in Susan Lucci stars in a version of A Christmas Carol as a modern day Scrooge who works at a department store. Um, no, Kimberly Elise plays Carol Jordan, who I believe is the well, I guess she the Scrooge character or is she the Bob Cratchit character? In any event, that's a lot of Christmas movies. I had no idea that she had a fetish. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
not that I should have doubted her, but I'm more sure than ever that but, she belongs. Oh, and I love it. Yeah, sure. Maybe we should go because Judy's being annoying, and I well, we're gonna have to do dinner. the bonus. I know. Okay, thank you so. Wait, can you do? Can you tell them about Wawu? Okay. Okay, so thank you for listening to that. If you want to hear more, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com, patreon.com slash potpsychology. And you can listen to bonus episodes where we talk some more and also do some questions. I'm going to tell a finger story tonight. She's going to tell a finger story. I mean, she keeps teasing it. I don't see how our subscriptions aren't through the roof by now. (laughs) Flocking to the finger story. Oh, no. Is it a lie? Do you forget it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, story was promising. Well, maybe we can figure it out. I sure. have, I have, I at least have like ten good finger stories in me. Okay. <laughs> well, so we'll be at least getting one of them. Yeah. Oh, I just more. remembered it. Oh, great. I just remembered <laughs> it. Keep that on your mind. Okay. Tie a ribbon around your finger. <laughs> and then also we have a premium series that's called Wawu Watch Along with Us, where we've talked about reality TV, uh, chiefly. The real world previously and done recaps and now we're talking about and recapping to a certain extent women's second wave women's movies those are women's oriented movies of the 90 80s and 90s and not rom-coms although whatever and so you can listen to that we've done beaches we've done waiting to exhale we've done fried green tomatoes now we're doing the joy luck club after that we'll be doing steel magnolias do you see what i'm talking about so if you want to listen to that <laughs> <laughs> go right ahead <laughs> patreon.com slash pot psychology pipe dreams fun and that's it bye thank you goodbye panic on the streets of london panic on the streets of birmingham i wonder to myself could life ever be sane again Oh